Hi there, this is Anne Ajadi with Dear Anne, and this is the Walk With Me series, where we get to challenge ourselves to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. In this season, we've been looking at the memoirs of Nehemiah, as recorded in the Bible, in the book of Nehemiah. We started out with, are you keeping journals? Do you have history? Do you have a record of God's dealings with you? We encouraged ourselves to do same. Keep a journal, record what God is saying to you, doing with you. Have a book of testimonies. Just write, document. Someone said the shortest pencil is better than the longest memory. Today, we continue from the book of Nehemiah, chapter 2. Something interests me from the last phrase in verse 2. So I'll start from there today. It says, So the king asked me, Why are you looking so sad? You don't look sick to me. You must be deeply troubled. Then I was terrified. Then I was terrified. So today we will title what we are going to talk about, Do It Afraid. Verse 3, But I replied, Long live the king. How can I not be sad? For the city where my ancestors are buried is in ruins, and the gates have been destroyed by fire. The king asked, Well, how can I help you? With a prayer to the God of heaven, I replied, If it pleased the king, and if you are pleased with me, your servant, send me to Judah to rebuild the city where my ancestors are buried. The king with the queen sitting beside him, asked, How long will, it, will you be gone? When would you return? After I told him how long I would be gone, the king agreed to my request. Verse 7, I also said to the king, If it pleased the king, let me have letters addressed to the governors of the province west of the Euphrates River, instructing them to let me travel safely through their territories on my way to Judah. And please give me a letter addressed to Asaph, the manager of the king's forest, instructing him to give me timber. I will need it to make beams for the gates of the temple fortress, for the city walls, and for a house for myself. And the king granted this request because the gracious hand of God was upon me. When I came to the governors of the province west of the Euphrates River, I delivered the king's letters to them. The king, I should add, has sent along army officers and horsemen and horsemen to protect me. We'll stop there for today. So today we read um, from verse 2 to verse 9. And we, are tight, we gave it a uh, title, Do It Afraid. So you heard the news, and what is required is enormous. First, you prayed, you prayed, you wait for God to give you the marching orders. You wait to see the opening. In our case, Nehemiah, the king, noticed that he didn't look himself. And we did talk about the fact that do they even notice you at work? And if they did, what will they notice? 
How do you carry out your duties on a normal day? We dealt with all of that. Today, Nehemiah reports that he was afraid when the king asked him that question. So he asked himself, I mean, he, he was afraid, but he went ahead because he saw an opening. So it's okay to be afraid. But even though you're afraid, you still have to go ahead and do what you have to do. So you, it's okay to do it afraid. Nehemiah responded and told the king his issues. When you are afraid, he's acknowledging that you, are, you cannot do this thing by yourself. So it's not a crime to be afraid, but it is a crime to stay afraid. Go ahead. When you see an opening, do it afraid. You are calling heaven to come and help you when you acknowledge your frailties in the matter at hand. You know, Nehemiah was asked by the king. The Bible tells us that the queen was also sitting beside him and he told the king what was his problem. When you're good at what you do, the hand of the Lord is upon you. You never know when you will need it. Nehemiah was not a good staff. The king would not have noticed. And even if he noticed, he would not have been disposed to grant him grace. So whatever you're doing, understand that you're doing it for yourself and that you're sowing seeds that you will need to reap at a later date. Nehemiah told the king his problems and told the king what he required. The king asked him, so how can I help? Are you in a position where your boss, the authorities over you are disposed to grant you grace? And if no, then that's where your prayers need to start. And that's where your efforts need to start. The king looked at him, saw, he was, he saw that he needed something, knew he was afraid, something was bothering him, offers him help. And see what, how big the favor was that the king granted. My dear friend, don't forget the sequence. He knew there was a problem. He prayed to God, brought God on the scene, presented his problem to the king. The king being under the king of kings had already, God had already prepared the ground. The king was favorable to him, granted him grace, gave him his request, even gave him more than he requested. Because Nehemiah reports to us that the king not only granted his request, he gave him soldiers, more like he gave him escort and he maybe allowed him to use his private jet or one of the private jets just so he could do that which God had asked him to do. What does that tell you, my dear friend? Is that when you do God's will, when your heart is inclined to what bothers God, God will prepare way for you. He will prepare kings to grant you grace. God will make it good because you are dealing with his people, you are dealing with his kingdom, you are after his own interests. 
So you know what? There's another phrase that interests me in that place. When the king granted him all his requests, part of what he asked was, give me enough timber to build the beams, to build the walls, and to build my own house. In other words, if you do God's bidding, God, your own too, will be part of it. So when we say, seek the kingdom, do the kingdom, be other-focused, it is not possible for water to pass through a pipe and the pipe is not wet. Don't worry about yourself. That's what Jesus said. Don't worry about yourself. God that closed the lilies, that uh, closed uh, the uh, birds, will clothe you. He will deal with you. He will give you what you need. Be other-focused. Be kingdom-focused. And you will get of all that you need. The king not only gave him wood for the, te- for the walls, for the gates, he also gave him wood for his own house. You will get that which you need. Your needs are nothing. God is too great for your needs to bother him. You bother about his interest and watch him do yours. My dear friend, as you go through today, understand that. There is a sequence to getting things done. And we must be about the kingdom. Enjoy your day. God bless you. God keep you.